any chance Mr. Hilton kept an appointment calendar? I could look, Katie said and took a step to her left, in the direction of Ezra's office. Again, Schuler held her back. We'll wait until our chief investigator gets here. Katie's gaze returned to the still figure on the floor. Ezra dying peacefully in his sleep wouldn't have been a shock. But murder? Katie searched the pockets of her suit jacket, found a balled-up tissue, and wiped her nose. She wasn't the only one who needed a hanky. A woman older than she sat on a Victorian horsehair sofa in the dreary, cluttered booth across the way, wiping away tears as she answered another uniformed deputy's questions. Did she find him? Katie asked with a nod in the stranger's direction. Schuler nodded. Do you know her? Katie shook her head. Her name is Mary Elliott. She says she's the co-owner of the tea shop across the square. Though her face was twisted with grief, the woman conveyed an aura of mature elegance that her pastel blue jogging suit couldn't disguise. The shoulder-length blonde hair in a loose ponytail at her neck accentuated the firm lines of her neck and chin. She had to be at least twenty years older than Katie's thirty, but she carried it well. Two spilled cups of takeout coffee stained the rug near Artisan's Alley's side door. The woman must have dropped them upon finding the body. Embarrassed to witness the other woman's flood of emotion, Katie brushed a piece of fuzz from her drab gray wool skirt, the pleated one that always made her feel pudgy, and studied the toes of her scruffy sneakers. She'd change out of them once, if she ever made it to work. Shouldn't she be crying too? Ezra was her business partner, for God's sake. But she couldn't break down, at least not yet. She'd shed far too many tears in the last year. Instead, Katie rummaged through her purse for a peppermint. She unwrapped it, popped it into her mouth, and immediately scrunched it, the sharp, sweet flavor instantly delivering what was, to her, comfort. She tucked the wrapper into her pocket, Outside, a car door slammed. A man appeared in the open doorway carrying what looked like a big green tackle box. He had to be the medical examiner, Katie realized, who was closely followed by a plain-clothes cop, his badge pinned to the lapel of his raincoat. Was that a lab team and a crime photographer behind them? Do you need me? Katie asked Schuler, glancing down at Ezra's polished floor shimes. I'll need to make some calls in the office, and I'll look for Ezra's calendar, too. Oh, no, the deputy warned. You'll have to make your calls from another phone. This entire building is now considered a crime scene. We don't know if anything else was taken. Okay, I'll be in my car. The blue Ford Focus in the lot. Again, Schuler nodded and left her to confer with the other police personnel. Katie turned hugging herself against the morning chill as she headed back to her little sedan. She really should call her boss, Josh, first, but decided against it. She wasn't up to an argument. Why couldn't he have gone to Syracuse on business today and not yesterday? Katie settled herself behind the car's steering wheel, grabbed the small address book from her purse, and hunted for attorney Seth Lander's name. As McKinley Mills' only lawyer, 
Seth knew just about everyone in the village. He'd handled the legalities when Chad bought into Artisan's Alley, and he'd advised Katie after Chad's death. Katie and Chad hadn't filed any paperwork on their separation. Maybe she'd been in denial, hoping they'd reconcile. It hadn't mattered in the long run. Katie dialed the lawyer's number, grateful she'd taken her cell phone from the charger before starting out this morning, and got through to his secretary, who quickly transferred her to the lawyer. Seth, I've got some bad news. Ezra Hilton is dead. Dead? Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, he said calmly. In his sleep? No, a robbery at Artisan's Alley. It looks like someone snuck up on him from behind hit him over the head and killed him. Good grief. She heard him take a breath. When did this happen?